0: To those of you listening to us on the internet and to the men and women in our armed forces, wherever you may be around the world, to our members and guests here at beautiful Savior Lutheran in Milwaukee, grace be to you and peace from God our Father, from our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. Word of God upon which we base our message on this 14th Sunday after Pentecost is the second reading, the epistle from St. Paul to the Ephesians, chapter 6. You heard it read before. I recall just these words. Put on all the armor that God supplies. In the name of our dear Lord Jesus Christ, who won the battle of battles on the cross of Calvary, so that we might enjoy all the riches of heaven, my beloved, This morning, the words before us from St. Paul are a metaphor. A metaphor is that uh, figure of speech that compares two completely unlike things in order to make a picture impression. Examples. Jesus, once speaking, he said, Go tell Herod the fox that I'm going to continue to do miracles and finish my work on the third day. Well, Herod was not a fox. Fox! but you certainly understand that what Jesus was referring to is his scheming and his cunning. Other examples, that boy's room is a disaster. The answer was just a Band-Aid, no solution. The wheels of justice turn slowly. The metaphor that St. Paul uses this morning compares us in a spiritual battle each day to civil unrest or riot control. And you've seen some of the things on TV fairly recently. You know, on one side, uh, there's a mob. And uh, it's uh, throwing bottles and uh, stones and bricks and whatever they can pick up. And on the other side, there's the National Guard. Riot gear on for physical protection. Holding the line so that the mob doesn't break through. And so St. Paul's encouragement for us this morning is to take a stand. Hold the line. You can do it because you have your protective gear on. Now the picture in St. Paul's metaphor that he paints for us this morning is uh, a picture of the National Guard of his day a Roman soldier. Now, Roman soldiers could do one of two things. They could certainly go into battle and wage war, but sometimes they were called into mob control. And, of course, we know that they failed completely in Jerusalem in the year A.D. 33. Now, before this morning we described the garb or the protective gear of the Roman soldier, the National Guard, an illustration for you and me, let's look at the opposition forces that we face each day. St. Paul tells us very explicitly, this is not a wrestling match, a clash against a human opponent. We are wrestling with rulers, authorities, the powers who govern the world of darkness, spiritual forces that control evil in the heavenly or spiritual world. And so, St. Paul is encouraging us to take a stand against the devil's strategies. And as we face this mob each day, St. Paul tells us to hold the line against them and to recognize that our opposition is not against the culture or capitalism or the government or even Planned Parenthood. Those are just front men. We're at a spiritual war with the devil and his strategies. The stones and the bottles and the bombs that they're throwing at us are his lies. And you hear them, they come at at us every day. Every day, over and over again. Abortion. Why? That's a woman's right to her own life. That's a matter of woman's health. Same-sex marriage. Oh, that's a matter of equality and justice. Evolution. Oh, that's pure science. Oh, it doesn't really matter what god you worship because they're really all the same. How do you protect yourself against those projectiles of Satan? St. Paul says, then put your spiritual armor on. Here's where the metaphor comes in. Truth is your waist belt, righteousness your breastplate, shoes the gospel of peace, faith your shield, salvation your helmet, sword, the word of God is your sword, an illustration of the gear that the Roman soldier wore for mob control. Today, if you took a look at the modern National Guard, you take a look at different kind of armor. You say, oh, you know, they're wearing bulletproof vests and bulletproof helmets in fact, I even looked up, looked up the riot gear that the National Guard wears today. At virtually its entire body covered with bulletproof uh, armor, head to toe. And, of course, they carry their bulletproof shield. And they don't carry a sword anymore today. Today they pack a gun by their side loaded with rubber bullets. Protective gear, St. Paul says, put it on. Truth, righteousness, peace, faith, salvation, the Word of God. And by the way, all that gear that you're carrying around every day is not your own. It's been issued to you by God. I remember years ago, playing up in the attic, looking at some of my dad's gear that he brought home from World War II, Uh, and I remember one time asking him, Dad, why do they call you guys G.I.s? He said, well, it's short for government issue." because everything that you're wearing everything that you're carrying and everything that you put into your mouth has been issued to you by the government and by the way don't ever call a marine a GI I made that mistake one time with my uncle I said uh, oh when did you GI's get back you know he says I was not a GI I'm a marine well if the National Guard is a GRGI's government issue then you might say also the, that the spiritual armor that we put on is God issue you're all GIs here this morning men and women women you're rangers and you all have to defend from the, uh, against the the projectiles the lies with the truth of the gospel saint paul says take a stand even if it isn't popular Abortion? That's not a woman's right. Call it for what it is. It's murder. Selling body parts is like a holocaust. And it's not only a physical matter. It's spiritual, too, because through abortion, you might be sending a baby directly to hell without the benefit of baptism. Same-sex marriage, equality, justice. You know, everything that the devil throws at us always is aimed at Jesus Christ and the message of salvation through him. Because you know what Jesus said in Scripture, don't you? Have you not read that from the beginning he made them male and female? For this reason a man will leave his father and mother and be joined to his wife. Now, if Jesus is either a liar or he made a mistake, then he could not be the holy, sinless Son of God, and then his death on the cross is absolutely nothing, and there goes the whole message of salvation. And evolution. Sorry to stun some of you, but it's not science. At best, it's a philosophy. But it is an attempt to eliminate God from the equation, because there, if there is no God, there's no accountability. Victor Hugo once said, If there is no God, then nothing matters. If there is a God, nothing else matters. Oh, it doesn't matter what you call God. They're all the same thing anyway, aren't they? It Insinuate, insinuates that you can make up who you think God should be. You do away with God's revelation of himself which is a totally unique and one-of-a-kind message of Holy Scripture, and that is you can do absolutely nothing for your salvation. It's all been done for you by the blood of Jesus Christ. So, God has issued spiritual armor for us to stand against the devil's lies, hurled at us from the front But then there's all that stuff that's coming at us from the back, trying to get us to despair. ISIS beheadings, California drought and wildfires, arguments about securing the Mexican border, arguments between liberals and conservatives, Democrats and Republicans, the never-ending war in the Middle East, Chinese economy, the New York Stock Exchange, the $18 trillion USA debt, Jordy Nelson's ACL, the Brewers' poor season, Iranian nukes, arguments about climate change, your health issues, and your inability to do even one thing about all of the above. And along comes Jesus. And you know what he says? You worry about the stuff up front you got all the armor that you need. All that other stuff coming from the back, I've got your back. I promise you, all things work together for the good of those who love God, whom he has called according to his plan. And if God is for us, who can be against us? All this stuff that's seeming in chaos out there is a well-organized plan. Devised by Jesus Christ for the benefit of his church, of whom you and I are members. Do you ever think about it, too? There is Jesus. He's got our back. Oh, my goodness. He's got the very same armor on that we do, issued to us. In fact, Jesus is the truth. He is righteousness. He is the good news. He is the object of our faith. He is our salvation. He is the word. And each day as you take a stand, recognize you are not alone. It's very true that God issues to us individually our riot gear. But with armor on, we stand as an army in unity so that no enemy can pass. With God's issue, we stand arm in arm. Besides all that, Christians who put on the whole armor of God... Are not called to lead the charge, but simply to stand firm. Christians are not called upon to win a war that's already been won. We're called upon to stand firm as the final skirmishes are played out all around us. The war is won, Jesus is risen. He has ascended to the right hand of his Father. And as St. Paul also says in this same letter, there Jesus sits, far above all rule and authority and power and dominion and above every name that is named, not only in this age, but also in the one to come. Civil unrest, riots, mobs, mob control, attempts at mob control, they're all going to continue to the end of time. And so will the spiritual attacks of Satan's strategies, his lies. St. Paul encourages us, take a stand. You have all the right armor. You have all the right armor for you there in the front, reissued to you every day, every week, here in, at Beautiful Savior for the next six days. And then you got Jesus at your back. Truth and righteousness, good news, faith, salvation, the word of God. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Please stand. The peace of God which passes all understanding shall keep your hearts and minds through faith in Christ Jesus. Amen. We confess our faith in the words of the Nicene Creed. I believe in one God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth We take this time now to gather our tithes and our offerings and our connection cards.